0: I've said enough let's read and then we're going to get into this uh, for today hebrews chapter 2 and i'm going to recap real quick some of the things that we've gone over um, but we're reading out of chapter 2 verse 6 it says but one in a certain place testified saying what is man he said what is man that you are mindful of him or the son of man that thou visits him let me read this out of the new king james i like the king james but, I, but i'd like to read it out of the new king james if that's all right with you Uh, So New King James chapter uh, chapter two of Hebrews, verse six. But one testified in a certain place saying, what is man that you are mindful of him or the son of man that you take care of him? You have made him a little lower than the angels and you have crowned him with glory and honor and you set him over the works of your hands and put all things under subjection or in subjection under his feet. Glory to God. What a powerful passage. You've got, uh, you can just picture an angel Uh, This is Paul who pulled this reference of scripture out of Psalm chapter eight, but you can just picture an angel speaking to the great God uh, and saying, God, what is this man that you've, you know, and I think of it in very practical terms. He's looking down saying, what is this man that you're so mindful and aware of him that you care about him? You crown him with glory and with honor. You give him dominion and power. Who is this man? I can just picture this conversation between um, between God and this angel, uh, but but there was five things that came out of this. As actually, my pastor was preaching on I believe it was a Sunday, and he said he used the scripture for something in a completely different context and was referencing to this p- portion of scripture. But then as as he was reading, the Lord spoke in my spirit and said, "There's these are five things, Dylan, that I've given, I've made man to be." For winning you can win at life if with these five things that I've made you so we went through these five things and the five things that we pointed out was number one that he cares for us uh, just like it says in verse 6 what is man that you're mindful of and that you care for him God is mindful he's aware of us he is conscientious of our being that's a powerful thing. You know, you're not too small. I'm not going to go through in long depth. I'm just going to recap each of these and then we're going to get into the final number five today. But he made, he, he made us, God created us and he's mindful of us. He cares for us. He's not too big to think about your small things in your mind. They may be huge things, but they may be small things in comparison to a lot of other things. And God's not too big for your things. I've heard people say that. Well, you know, God doesn't have time to think about my little things. Well, what is he too busy doing? His concern and his care is for his children. And me and you are his children. So number one, God's made us and he cares for us. So that's number one. Number two and number three, I put together, he crowned us with glory and with honor. Honor, we can say, is like paying attention to. When you honor something, you have a uh, you highly esteem it. You pay attention to it. You keep your commitments to it. Well, God's made covenants with us as His children. The Bible says we're covenants, or we're, we are uh, we are covenant receivers or recipients. Uh, we're heirs to Abraham, who received a promise from God. We are we're part of that covenant with God, and so He's made a covenant with us. He's given He's crowned us with glory with honor, and He respects us. He gives us our uh, the attention that that he feels we deserve, which is uh, very, very high. Number four, he's given us dominion over the power of his hands. Well, what's over the, what, what's, uh, what is he created? Or in other words, uh, let's read this out of verse seven. You've made him with a little lower than the angels. You've crowned him with glory and honor, and you set him over the works of your hands. What are the works of his hands? Cattle, animals, trees, uh vegetation ocean life oceans water you name it this planet god is the works of god's hand and god has uh, uh, placed us over with dominion we read out of genesis chapter one has placed us over that uh, uh, given us dominion and placed us over the works of his hands which means we have dominion over we run all of those things and that's a powerful powerful message you need to go back and listen to that that's part number three i believe um uh, let me see here. That was part number three. Yeah. Part number three dominion. That, that was probably one of the most dynamic, um, not the most, but one of the most dynamic teachings I've done in a long, long time, um, about the power and dominion that we have over the earth. And then number five, number five, he's given us, he has given us, let me read this at a, uh, verse eight. You put all things in subjection under his feet for in that he put all in subjection under him and he left nothing that is not put under him so this was that i read over this what what did he put, give us power is that what's the difference here between dominion over the works of his hands and then authority and power over things that are under his feet or in subjection underneath him well in dominion and power we're discuss, we're ta- what we're talking about there is the works of his hands. You're talking about physical, tangible things that you can see. Cars, trucks, vehicles, uh, trees, wildlife, forests, uh, land, real estate. I mean, everything that you can see, God has given us dominion over it. Given us power and authority over that. But now when we talk about authority and things that are uh, under his feet or in subjection underneath him, now we're talking about something different. Now we're talking about principalities and powers and rulers in a dark spiritual realm. He's given us power and authority over those things. It's different than just having dominion on this earth and you need to go back listen to part three of this. it'll really help you uh, um, because we're not talking about just just uh, running the planet and being um, you know being the leaders of the planet. we're talking about authority over spiritual things now. Because everything happens spiritually. you got to understand this. Everything happens spiritually first before it happens in the natural. Things happen in the spiritual, no matter what is. It doesn't matter what it is. It happens internally and spiritually first before you ever see it happen and physically, uh, tangibly before you. It happens internally, spiritually, and then it manifests in the natural. That's always how it works. That's how everything works. The Bible says, as the earth remains in Genesis chapter 8, Says, as the earth remain, even as the earth remains, seed time and harvest. So there's a seed time, there's a plant time of planting, an invisible growth time, and then the harvest that you can physically see. So this is ever, this is always how things are going to work. Is spiritually first, and then things are going to manifest in what you can see. So turn with me into, turn with me into Ephesians chapter six, Ephesians chapter six, verse eleven. He said put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to to stand against the wiles of the devil for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood what we have dominion over so we have dominion over flesh and blood we don't have to wrestle with flesh and blood but we do some wrestling in a different realm but against we do wrestle against principalities powers and rulers of the darkness of this age against spiritual hosts and wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. So let me read that again out of verse 12. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood. There's no need to wrestle against humans, uh, animals, and I don't mean physically tussling with them, but I'm talking about fighting in a a battle. You don't have to wrestle and fight in a battle against flesh and blood. There's There's no need for that you know we have wars and there's things like that that we do wrestle we do fight battles but that's not the battle that we're talking about when we have to take on the armor of god the armor of god is against principalities powers and rulers of the darkness of this age and spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places what does this have to do with with anything five things that god has made us to be for winning in this life for winning in life today one of them is having power over everything that's in subjection to jesus and everything spiritual think about this now things happen spiritually first before they happen in the natural and jesus is saying through paul's writing here he is saying he's given us power and authority over all of these things that happen invisibly first and then happen in the natural. He gives a, he's already given us power and authority over all those things. This is one of the most dynamic things that you can understand and grasp to have the most successful life you possibly could imagine on this earth is by understanding that the things happen spiritually and you have power over the things that happen spiritually first over anything else that happens on the planet, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> on the planet. You are a dynamic being, Uh, turn with me into, uh, 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 Colossians chapter two, Colossians chapter two. Well, let me read you one more out of Ephesians chapter one. You don't have to turn there. Uh, Ephesians chapter one, verse 20 says, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in heavenly places, far above all principality and power, might and dominion and every name that is named not only in this age but also in that was which to come and he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church so understand jesus isn't doesn't have the planet under his feet he has the principalities the powers these rulers in the darkness he has those underneath his feet, which now, in return, has been given to me and you. Remember this conversation that the angel—you know—you can figuratively think about it in your mind that this angel's having with God. What is man? Who is this man that you are mindful? Who is this creation that you created? God, you created us as angels. Why do you pay so much more attention to them? We're spiritual beings, God. We're we are these spiritual angel ministers that you've created, why are you so attentive to this human figure that has a spirit inside of it, but why are you so attentive to it? You've given it glory and honor. You care for it. You love it. uh, it, You've given it dominion over the world, the planet that it lives on. You've given him authority over everything spiritual, including us. You've given it power and authority. Who is this man? That's me and you that's me and you we've got power and authority you've got to wake up away and get away from this depressed uh defeated lifestyle based on what you see around you see most attacks from the enemy will start spiritually first and if you aren't armed and ready in the spiritual realm and don't have your stuff together in the spiritual And use the authority. It's already given to you. You just have to access it and utilize it. If you don't use those things, that spiritual world that is dominating you will eventually come into the natural and you'll live within that. But if you're fixated and focused on what's around you, what you see, what you hear, what you feel, you know, people get so sucked into their, their life that they are living in, they forget that they've got power to change it. And it won't happen today. There could, Can there be miracles? Absolutely, there can be miracles that happen. But as you mature in Christianity, as you mature in your relationship with God, the less miraculous things need to happen because your faith is on a level that you're believing things will happen quickly, efficiently, the way God's created them to happen. You don't have to pay attention to what's going on around you to be affected by it. You can live in a harvest of things that you believe for, and speak into existence prior to seeing it and then live in the harvest of it if you don't like what you see around you it's time to start implementing implementing things spiritually to see a different thing outwardly but so many people squash their seed by unbelief Uh, this is a little off subject well it's not it's a little off of the list that i've got here but turn with me into james Turn with me into James, the book of James. So many people squash what can happen for them naturally, and what can naturally change their world by not allowing... Or, or not being equipped in the spiritual realm. Not that they don't have the equipment, not that they're not pa- given the power, they don't equip themselves. L- let's go back to, l- let me read this to you again out of Ephesians 6. Paul says in 6.11 in Ephesians, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Well, you're not always equipped with the armor of God. You don't just wake up equipped with the armor of God. You have to put on the armor of God. You have to put on the authority. God has given it to you. He's made it available to you, but you have to put it on. You have to make it available. Uh, um, let me read this to you out of James. Um, let me see where it is. Um, that one, le- do not err, uh, my beloved brethren. Um, For ra uh, part filthiness uh, doers of the word not uh, hearers only behold goes forget the manner who's looking the continuing hold on I'm trying to find the verse I want to find or uh, I'm looking for um if you respect persons commit sin shall keep the whole law no 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 For my beloved let everyone swift to hear righteousness, Lay apart filthiness. It will save your souls. Um, no, I don't want that part of it. Let me let me type in a quick search here. I can't find the scripture I'm looking for. Um, hang with bear with me. But this is what happens to a lot of people is they they see the life that they don't want, and they want to change the life that they don't want into something that they do want. But then doubt comes in. Here we go. If any of you, here we go. Verse five. That's what I'm looking for. So they see the life that they don't have, and they want to change that to a life that they do have, that they do need, or do want. And they squash that opportunity for them to see a different life around them because they squash their spiritual belief first before they ever see it in the natural. They squash it. They don't see it. They don't have it. They don't possess it. So they squash that before they can ever possess it. Let me read this to you out of James 1, 5. If any many lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and shall be given to him. But let him ask in faith. Let me say this to you in verse 6. Let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavers is like a wave that is driven in the sea and by the wind and tossed. Let not, this is so important. They're talk, we're, talk, we're still talking about power and authority over the spiritual dominion that's on this earth or the, or the spiritual principalities and power that's on this earth. Let him ask in faith. Let God, let, be, ask God in faith. So you are commissioned to ask God for things. Don't let anybody fool you, or you know, God. That's too uh, that's too small of an issue for God. God's a big God. He's got big things that He's dealing with. You are a big thing to God. We just read this in Hebrews two. Change that mindset. You are a big thing to God, and He's saying, "Ask me." Let it says right here in, in James chapter one verse six in your Bible. Let him ask. Let him ask the. Uh, let me see what the uh, 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 New King James says, and then we'll even pull it up in the in the Amplified. Here we go. We'll pull up the Amplified as well. Um, oh, Lord. I went to the wrong thing here. James, uh, he said, let him ask. New King James says, let him ask in faith. The, uh, Amplified says only it must be in faith. Let me read the NLT. Only it must be in faith. New living translation. You have to ask God. This is new living translation says, um, but when you ask, so it's not a matter of if you should ask, ask God, bring it to God. You yourself, not some figurative imaginative prayer. You sit in your home, sit in your car, sit in your closet, sit in your bed. And ask God, God, I'm asking you to help change this situation. I'm asking you. But when let him ask in faith, meaning let him ask with a confident expectation that God is who he said he is and will do what you ask him for. Let him ask in faith, nothing wavering for he that wavers is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed for let not let not that man think he shall receive anything from the Lord. If you're double minded, you can't be double minded about it. You can't afford to step out of the faith and confidence that it's going to happen. If you are down and discouraged about it, you are not in faith you are wavering and you can't waver with authority. You've been given authority. You have been given power to take dominion. You know, you hear these things all the time, you know, you pray for somebody and you, you someone says, Hey, can you pray? Whatever. Let's say they've got a, a, a they've got a, a sickness. Let's say they're they're or they've got pain. Let's say they've got pain in their elbow they come to you in prayer and you say, they say, you know, Hey, will you pray for my elbow? And you go, all right, let's believe and agree. According to first Peter two 24, you're going to be healed by the stripes of Jesus, that your body's going to be completely healed. God's going to work healing inside of you right now. Uh, we're, we're believing according to James, where he said, uh, have the elders of the church lay hands on you and you lay hands on them. You pray, you believe we're believing for this in Jesus name, Lord, we call it done in Jesus mighty name. And they go, Oh, thank you. you. know, it's really bothering me. You know, I've, it's just been, and you go right back to complaining about believe you've received in that moment. Believe it's done in that moment. Choose to, well, it still hurts. Choose to believe and stand in the authority over the principalities of the spiritual realm first. Then you'll see it happen. Then you'll see it happen. Let me read to you another scripture out of Colossians 2. Colossians chapter 2 verse 6 it says as you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted. oh I'm sorry, yeah, uh, so walk in him, rooted, built up in him, established in faith as you have been taught, abounding in it with Thanksgiving. but Be- uh, beware lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit according to the tradition of man. According to the basic principles of the world, not according to Christ. For in him dwells the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him who is the head of all principality and power. You have been given the principality and power. It says, as you therefore have received Christ Jesus, walk in him. Jump down with me to verse uh, 15. Says, having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. So let no one judge you in food or drink or according to festival or new moon or Sabbath, which are a shadow of the things to come, but the substance is of Christ. Let's jump back down to verse 14, having wiped out the handwriting and requirements that are against us, which was contrary to us. And he was, t- he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross, disarmed principalities and powers, making a public spectacle of them triumphing over them in it. This is the power that you've been given going back to my, f- my favorite scripture at a second Corinthians chapter two, that we are always triumphant. Let me hold, hold on. Now, thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph. My favorite scripture, we are triumphant. We're victorious in his things. We've been made victorious, triumphant, victorious in in God. Don't let the devil defeat you or communicate to you in a defeated way. You are a victorious one. Stand in your victory. I command you to. Well, hey, I love you so much. Thanks for joining me this morning. I hope this encourages you, gets you ready for your day. I know it's a Friday, but uh, uh, whatever the case is, whenever you're watching this or whenever whenever it gets broadcast. But, hey, I love you so much. Be blessed today. Uh, Be sure to stand strong in the things of the Lord. Stay consistent in the things of God. Don't get weak. Don't be weary and well-doing. Stay strong in the things of God. I love you. I'm praying for you. Pray for me and uh, be blessed today. I'll talk to you soon. Be sure to tune into the next broadcast bright and early in the morning. Subscribe, share this post, hit the like button. Love you so much. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.